to encourage you, to equip you, and to empower you to fulfill God's divine destiny for your life. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad you decided to join us again this month. This podcast has just amazed me. How many of you have gotten involved? We hit the top 50 on iTunes this past year. It is so exciting. And so I'm so glad you joined us again today. I have with me our special guest, Pastor Sarah Connors. She and her husband, Evan Connors, pastor an awesome church in Arlington. Arlington, Texas. Arlington, Texas. And she is a phenomenal speaker. She's an awesome friend. She's been a great friend to me. I'm really glad that you are here. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Jen, for having me. (laughs) Podcasters, I just want to tell you, I enjoy Jen, and I hope that I'm her first Jamaican friend to come on. Ooh, yes, you are. You I are. Am. Yeah. You're, so you're, you're like legitimately international now, like you're global. <laughs> it's, it's legit now. We claimed it before, but now we can show well, it's manifested. It has yes. happened. Yeah. So Pastor Sara, yes. it's a wild story how you and I met and it's, yes, it's it probably is. a podcast in and of itself. Yes. I stalked you. You did. I on did. Facebook. This was legitimate social stalking. Yep. You did. And I reached out to Jen and you would not believe podcasters with her Southern Belle smile, she would not respond. I didn't. I thought you were like a creeper. I thought you were like... But at least I would have been a cute creeper. You I mean, were. I will give you that. Like, your picture looked normal, but there, but was, a, sure. there was a fear and apprehension. <laughs> and so I didn't respond, didn't respond. No. But thank God that you are an overcomer. I am. I'm just a persistent believer in yeah. all things good. You, you know? really are. I and saw the kept, light in you. You did. You kept messaging me. Yes. And so this, I'm telling, I'm actually telling a mutual friend of ours, man, this woman keeps messaging me. She wants to have lunch. I don't know what in the world. And at the same time, God had been dealing with me about going to Jamaica. Right. And I kept saying to God, God, I don't know one person in Jamaica this is crazy. Like, why are you asking this of me? And he kept saying it. And I kept saying, I got no connections in Jamaica. So this whole time you're messaging me. Right. Your Jamaican connection is stalking yeah, you. It's stalking me. And but your I'm, discernment, your prophetic yeah, was a little off. Was I'm always. shutting it down. Like nobody's <laughs> home. So I come actually to a women's conference right. here at Destiny World Outreach Center, where we're at right now for right. another women's conference, where you just gave an amazing word tonight. Thank you. Man, it Thank was you. so good on your walk with God. But anyway, I'm sitting in that conference. The speaker that was supposed to speak, something happened. They couldn't come. Pastor Marley, your good friend, my mm-hmm. good friend, calls you. This woman comes out. They say your name. And I'm like... Oh my gosh, that's the woman that's been messaging me. This is me. the creep from the social media. <laughs> you take the microphone and out comes your drop-down gorgeous, amazing Jamaican accent. And I'm like, I'm an idiot, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, God, for calling me out publicly. But God was so good because you eventually ended up going to Jamaica. I did. 
meeting my dad yeah. who ended up connecting you yeah. to finding some kind of really important family legacy. It's true. That was in your life. That I had in Jamaica and I had no idea. No idea. Yeah. And everything just... else had been destroyed, but we, that particular thing you were looking for or you didn't yeah. even know you were looking for was still there. Yeah. Totally wild how that happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I want to get into a little bit of your story and your testimony, but I want the podcasters to get to know you a little bit. I love to ask my mm-hmm. friends a few questions. All right. First of all... You heard that, podcasters? Yes. From creeper stalker to friend. It's amazing. <laughs> the leaps and bones I've gone. It, it can be done. <laughs> you're so bad. Okay. What's something you're using right now? Product, something that you're like, love this. I tell everybody about it. The Shiseido. Yeah. Cotton pads okay. for your face. Yeah. Like you wipe your face. They're the softest things ever. Really? It, it's, they are incredible. Shiseido. So yes. is it like take your makeup yes, off? Yes, like you can take your makeup oh. off or put toner on or moisturizer, but it's it's incredible. It's the softest thing you have ever felt. Yeah. Wow. Like, I think 10 bucks or whatever for like well, 200 of them. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Okay, good to mm-hmm. know. And your skin, by the way, looks really oh, good. Thank you. So <laughs> thank you for all the yeah. makeup. It's called Absolutely. layering. Absolutely. <laughs> looks fabulous. Okay, Starbucks drink. What's your go-to? I like the Tazo Chai with the soy milk. Oh. Yeah, Tazo Chai. Tazo Chai. Tazo Chai. You are, wow. you are a citizen of Did the I world. Did I tell you that I'm trying to learn Mandarin? No, but yes. I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. Anybody from China, please. Oh, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> okay. Book. Yes. Tell me about a book you're reading or have read that just rocked your world. Okay, so you would not know this because I'm so, like, I play a lot. Okay. But one of my favorite books is Jewish Wisdom by Rabbi Telushkin. <laughs> you are hilarious. Really? I read like Shakespeare and Chaucer and things like that. Yeah, yeah. But, but, I, but No, but those are the books I read. I don't read books. I read encyclopedic type of things. Gotcha. So you're just looking like for information that yeah. you're just taking in? I, and then... I love it. I read dictionaries. I read, I just wow. like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just so... It would be so contrary to what my personality looks like. But right. most of the books that I have, in terms of like a fiction or type of book, I really like The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. And mm-hmm. then, of course, I love Jen Tringale's book, oh, Your Destiny. Oh, nice of you. Yeah. yeah so. It's a good mention. Okay. So <laughs> there are so many parts and pieces of yes. like your journey yes. and what I know of you. But mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to jump into something that you just shared tonight yeah. that I'd love to hear you talk a little bit more about. You preached a message tonight about getting up close to God, mm-hmm. essentially to really see who you really are. Right. And that when you do the opposite and you create distance. Correct. How many problems it causes for us. Correct. And you made this statement. You said, if I want to know who I really am, yes. then I have to get to know God. Correct. Because I'm made in his image. Right. So what I want to hear come from you, like, I know you didn't, like, start day one going, yeah, I'm awesome. I'm in God. I have no issues. Correct. There was a journey there. Yes. So talk to me a little bit about that. I think for me, I grew up in Jamaica, as you know, and Jamaica has the most churches per square mile than any other country in the world. Wow. According to Guinness Book of Records. So... The thing is, you can be in proximity and not close. Mm. And so though there was a lot of churches, I had never grown up in church. Yeah. And I eventually 
when I uh, I kind of got my identity at that time, it would have been from my parents and from the life that we were living. And at the time, it was an entertainer's life, a mm-hmm. secular entertainer's life. We mm-hmm. had a Rastafarian background. My mother was kind of Catholic. I went to a private Jewish school. Mm-hmm. Then I went to an Anglican high school. So there was not a real foundation of who God was or even who I was. I think Mm -hmm. I was just labeled as a child of an entertainer. So that would have been the definition of who I was. It would have been whose child you were and in what industry. So you don't get a personal sense of self because yourself is totally defined by somebody else's Mm. occupation and somebody else's station. So as you get into your teenage years, I had experienced a lot of things just with with my mom. I had experienced a lot of sexual assault and things like that. So now... The only thing I can hold on to is my father's name because his name was better than the name I had in my mind. Wow. Somewhat created myself and yeah. in some ways had happened to me. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really prefer my identity or what I understood of my identity. So I clung mostly to, to what he did. And yeah. so finally when I got born again or gave my life to God, I had encountered a love that was unconditional and a love that was unfailing. And that was the real beginning Mm. of stripping me of who I thought I was and building me into who I was because you don't really know who you are without love. You have to be loved. You have to be loved. Where there is absence of love, then there's absence of belonging. Where there's absence of belonging, Mm. you don't know who you are because everyone belongs to a people. Everyone belongs to a tribe. Everyone belongs to a nation, a kingdom. You have to belong somewhere with somebody. Mm. So I think when God's love deconstructed my idea of what I was supposed to be, I was now left with what am I supposed to be or who am I supposed to be? Hmm. So I think I began to first define myself by my past and by the injuries, the pain that I had. I was more familiar with the pain than I would have been with non-pain. So I was more comfortable in darkness than I really was in light. Even though I was in the light, Hmm. it was more safe for me to see myself as weak and see myself as little and see myself as poor and Mm. struggling. Struggle, I would say, that would probably, if I was going to define myself at that time, coming into the knowledge of God and the beginning, I would have said struggle. Mm. So I would always see myself struggling. Mm -hmm. I'm always struggling for something, fighting for something, Mm -hmm. working something out. And so over time, as I got closer to the love of God, I realized that love wasn't a struggle. Because Mm -hmm. in my mind, when you have an abusive past, love is hurt for you. You know, love is painful for you. Mm -hmm. And love is not necessarily for your benefit. Love is always something that's been taken. It's never something that's given. There's no generosity in the skewed mind of love. So eventually I got to the place where, thank God for good people. Mm -hmm. Because God sends people into your life to help reveal to you an image of himself Mm. that you may not be available to understand Mm -hmm. because you don't have the knowledge, the experience, or the wherewithal to even navigate that relationship with God. So I was a real unsaved person. So in being unsaved, I needed people in my life. So God gave me a great cell lead. I was a teenager, and she began Mm. to validate God's word and speak God's word over me. And as she began to tell me who God had called me to be, 
then I began to see, okay, there is hope, there is possibility. Mm. And that was really, I think, the first level mm -hmm. is her having to declare possibility over me. Yeah. But there came a time that I had to go encounter God for myself. Right. So in that initial place, sometimes you need people to lift you up. You need people right. to buoy you yeah. during those storms. That's good. But and you can't stop there. No, you can't yeah. stop there because we become codependent now on everybody's right. inflating you. Yes. And you and become this. they're but not yes. there. If they're not Your there, world yes. crumbles. And so you become very codependent. So you have to wean people into a relationship where they become dependent on God. That's so good. And so I think now, finally, really having a passion after wanting to discover this love. I wanted to, like, explore this. Like, what is this? Yeah. It's in the face of that love yeah. that you realize who God is. Yeah. And when you understand who is God, God is love. Yeah. The Bible tells you God is spirit and God is love. Right. And so when you begin to divulge and, and jump into the depth of that kind of love, uh -huh. you begin to understand that I'm not struggle. Uh-huh. If he's love, then I am love too. You're I right. have the capacity to be generous. Yeah. I have the capacity to grow. I have the capacity yeah. to expand. I have the capacity to be intelligent because yeah. I am in his image. Right. I am his blueprint. Yeah. And he has impressed his spirit inside of me right. and I no longer live but it's Christ who lives in me so yeah. what I had defined myself as before in struggle uh -huh. is no longer existent right because it's Christ in me and who is Christ mm -hmm. Christ is the anointing one Christ is the the loved one Christ is the ultimate so now you begin to see yourself in light of how God sees you yeah but you can only see how God sees you yeah when you go and see God right <laughs> you can't have you know, we and I are having a conversation. I don't know what you think about me until I ask you, Jane, yeah. what do you think about me? And yeah. then you can make that opinion. Yeah. But that's what you have to do is you go to God. Yeah. And what does God think about himself? Uh -huh. He already knows he's amazing. He knows he's the Alpha and the Omega and he's the beginning right. and the end. He, right. He knows he's a creator of all things. So when yeah. he looks at us, he sees us as creative. Yeah. He sees us as, you know, above and not beneath. This it's is how so he good. sees us because he sees himself in us. Yeah. We are seeing our past in us. Right. We're seeing our mother in us. Right. Our father in us. Yeah. You know, our pain in us. That's what we're defining ourselves by. Right. And he's going, but I don't see none of what you're saying. I put that into the sea of forgetfulness. Right. I don't understand where you're coming from with that. Yeah. All I see is the redemptive Christ work in you. Right. So I think that if I'm going to know who I am, mm -hmm. I must know who God is. Yeah, yeah. And there's no way to that. There's mm -hmm. no path to that mm -hmm. without turning everything off mm -hmm. and going straight to it's relationship. the source. Yeah, and I love what you said about that because I think even currently now, and you and your husband are pastoring, so you probably see this too, but I think there's a little bit of maybe a tendency and a trend for people that are getting to know the Lord or have even, mm -hmm. you know, been safe for a while that their source for confidence is, you know, if I just had a mentor to pour into me, mm -hmm. man, if I just, if my life group would really be there for me, mm -hmm. if my pastors would call me and it's always somebody else mm -hmm. that is sort of the middleman. To right. put that into you, and although God uses those things, right. is what you're saying, right. and he'll use those as tools, eventually, some point, some way, somehow, you yourself mm -hmm. are going to have to go to the mm -hmm. one that made you mm -hmm. and say, you and I are going to have to get to know each other. You see, I think we, we are afraid to be honest with ourselves, and so you have to own that you're deficient. You're functioning from a place of deficiency. You're yeah. functioning from a place of poverty within yourself because 
you know, you cannot live the abundant life from a platform of deficiency. Right. And so we want to get everyone as responsible right. for your growth, responsible for your happiness, and responsible. But, you know, that's trusting in man. And if you trust in man, we're going to fail you. Right. We're going to disappoint you. That's right. But there's going to be a day that we pass you and we just didn't see you and yeah. your whole world falls apart. Right. When God is saying, this is not a group relationship. This is a personal relationship. Right, with right. Jesus Christ, you know. Yeah. So... I think for you have mentors in your life and you have people that come alongside you, mm -hmm. but those people can never replace the real relationship. Yeah. And sometimes it's our immaturity mm -hmm. that wants to crave the tangible yeah. only all the time. It's good. When, you know, we are called to greater, and I'm not saying that we don't need the tangible. You need the tangible. But when we become codependent upon the tangible, mm -hmm. then we put the responsibility and fault on everyone else. Yeah. And we are responsible for our relationship with God. And yeah. it sounds very basic. And I know sometimes people hear it over and over and they say, oh, it's so simple. There's nothing deep about that. Well, until you understand that there is no hype. Mm -hmm. There's no depth. Come on. There is no end to God's love. Yeah. It, that is the deepest thing in the Bible. It's That's the love right. of God. You can't. How can you expand on it? How can you yeah. understand all of it? Yeah. It's like a never-ending ocean. So, yeah. no, you can't get away from the love of God. I think right. that people, for me, in terms of uh, believers, a lot of times we want this kind of half-baked Christianity. It's kind of this pick-and-choose, this a la carte type thing. Right. I'm not really ready to change. Or I'll take 50%, but I'll leave mm -hmm. 50%. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Whatever you are going to give God, yeah, you know, you are setting up in your life to reap just exactly what you're putting in. Yeah. So God wants, he's not a half a God. I mean, when you ask him to come help you, he don't half help you. Right. You know, Lord, rescue me. Okay, I'm going to send half a rescue. Right. No. See, he gives his whole self. Yeah, so he when he wants our whole selves too. Mm -hmm. And so, I just, yeah, I do definitely agree that in this day and age a lot of times we it's easier to shirk it onto somebody else right than to just own our stuff and go yeah I it's me this. it's me lord yeah. standing in the need of prayer hello <laughs> <laughs> and tonight you mentioned too and we you and i were talking after the service tonight so i should mm -hmm. probably say we are here at the u women's conference yes. at destiny world outreach center one of the things that you touched on and Afterward, you and I were saying, man, this could almost be its own message, its own right. series in and of itself. Mm -hmm. But you were talking about, look, if you need to draw close, mm -hmm. if you need to get to know him, to get to know who you are, the number one way you do that is through worship. Right. And just as we're wrapping up, maybe mm -hmm. share a few thoughts about so, what that's yeah. been like for you. I think worship is a lot of times, in my mind anyway, is we can assume worship to just be a block of time. That's good. It's a block of time. Yeah. You know, some people, we call it devotions. Right. Quiet time. Right. You know, different, we have different names for it. Yeah. But I believe that, and I hope this doesn't sound like, you know, real strange, but we're going to go into something that I didn't really go into, into the message, right? Uh -huh. So, because it's Jen that we're talking to. So Another level. All right. So, yeah. You know, so God creates man in his image. He created them, male and female. He created them, right? So right after that, he worships. You know, Adam is, is found talking to God in the cool of the day. Before he begins to do all this work, he has his fellowship with God. And we find that this place of Eden, 
you know yeah. is it really necessarily a physical place or is it really more a state of worship a state of being it's in that place of worship that God gives him the instruction be fruitful and multiply right we just assume that's just be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth with just children mm. but it also says that the earth will be filled with his glory yeah so is it also possible that we replenish the earth we be fruitful and multiply this platform an attitude of worship mm-hmm. the earth is being filled with his glory is it that this is some great light that just comes and hit the earth right. or is it that we all walk into right. our spot and p- take our place as worshipers yeah. and when we're in 100% sync with God yeah. his glory is manifested in yeah. us so we talked about Moses and we talked about how the glory of God was so much on Moses imagine if you went to a city and yeah. you saw all these people glowing right. wouldn't that be like crazy that would yeah. be like some alien type stuff they yeah. would be sending the news right. the glory of God was there that you could walk and you could not even face it you'd right. have to bow down because it was so strong right. and so we are called to this state of worship yeah. and not a checklist of worship or right. a box of worship right. we house this relationship with God and we oftentimes allow it to be interrupted and hindered mm-hmm. so you're saying what pastors are hey what do we do I'm at work and I'm working I'm not saying you don't go to work I'm saying that you're always consistently conscious of the presence of God in your yeah. life yeah. so at any time when it says pray without ceasing does it mean that you stand and, and pray all day and you don't right. go to work so you go starve you don't eat your kids are hungry no right. Pray without ceasing means that you are always open yeah. to praying. You're always yeah. open to the channel of God speaking yeah. and interrupting your life. Yeah. But God cannot always interrupt our life. Mm-hmm. And he's asking permission to inhabit our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Can he even come into our thoughts? You mm. see, there are things that we want to keep from God. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, no, if we have this relationship going and we're in the state of worship, yeah. then I can walk in and out at any time of our right. lives. And so I think That's worship good. is the avenue. It's the conveyor belt to knowing who I am yeah. it's in that place that God downloads to me it's like whenever you have a computer so and you good. see all these updates right and you click no yeah try it tonight right. <laughs> try tomorrow try tomorrow right. remind you, me a week from remind, now right yeah. you know we do that but daily God's trying to give us downloads That's so good. and many times we do click that yeah. button uh, try later so you're saying that yeah. really when we're saying you're going to get to know through God through worship yeah. rather than being a segment of time you mm-hmm. know the first 20 minutes of our church service. It's a state of being. It's a posture. It's a posture. It's yeah. an attitude. It's so good. It's a, it's a it's a motivation. Yeah. You know, it's a platform. And so it's it's a foundation of who we are. And we forget that we are first worshipers. We yeah. are here to worship God. That's right. We think sometimes God is here to serve us. Right. And we think sometimes God is here to please us. Yeah. So when we go into a church service and the song is not our way or we go and our little seat is not somebody else's in our seat, we're like, okay, my goodness, Uh I can't come to church today. But that's because you really believe God is here for you. Mm. No, we are the workmanship. Yeah. We are his people. Yeah. We are here to serve him, to make him happy. And in in making him happy, the Bible says he wants our joy to be full. Yeah. That's a byproduct of us obeying him. That's right. Of us serving him. Yeah. what are we running after? The joy to be full. Right. We have it opposite ways. Yeah. And so I think God is just, I think for me, my heart tonight was, even what God was just saying to me in my own personal life, you mm-hmm. know, hey, don't, do not get it twisted. If I see you veering, I need you to, I need you to remember. That's good. If heaven and earth pass away, yeah. I'm still here. Yeah. 
do you find that you minister out of what God's working yes. in you at the time? Yes, I minister yeah. all the time, only out of my devotions with yeah. God. That's really good. I don't try to do, there, there are messages that you can do that sometimes maybe God will remind you of another message you did before. Right. But I do get very attached to the people that I'm ministering to, yeah. so I really pray about it. And normally it's something that God is dealing with me. Mm-hmm. Like I said, in my worship time, mm-hmm. and he's you know, affronting me right. on it. And I oftentimes think I'm like the bomb already. Like, <laughs> Jesus, you don't have no corrections for me today. You need to correct somebody else. Right. Use me to Call correct Jen. them. Call you know, yeah, let me correct them. Yeah. And then he's like, uh, that's, that's why we need to talk. You know, yeah. if we could remember that worship is life-giving. Yeah. You know, it's, it's in the presence of the Lord, you have fullness right. of joy. It's and then good. what does Zephaniah tell us? It says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Yeah. So when you're weak, you're looking for a buddy. You're looking for somebody to support. No, right. the presence of the Lord the gives you joy, and joy gives you strength. Yeah. You want some strength? Get back to the presence. Yeah, and like you said, to carry that glory. You know, it reminds me of what it says in Romans, that creation mm-hmm. is actually groaning. Groaning. For the manifestation, or I like to say the showing yeah. up yeah. of the sons and daughters of God, yeah. not empty and broken yeah. and depleted themselves. Right but carrying something And here's the so thing. Good. I think I'll tell you this, Jen, because um, God, here's the thing, podcasters. Let me just tell you, we're just going to be like all honest like up is. in here, up mm-hmm. in here. Okay, so I have a testimony, right? And so um, a lot of times I will tell my testimony, like if I go to a new place, because it's true, my mom was on crack and she got murdered when I was a teenager and I had to go do a lot of this burying and dealing with the blood and all that stuff that I didn't want to do. And I had to help raise a lot of kids. And so my life... My present state does not look like my previous state. And so a lot of times I would testify that because God really had been good to me and has been good to me. And God began to deal with my heart earlier this year. And he said, you know what? If you're not careful, your testimony will become a stronghold. And you will not look. But the greater testimony is not where I took you from, Sarah. It's where I'm taking you to. If you never fulfill the purpose and call I have on your life. And all you do is rehearse what I have done in your life. The story is still not over and it's still not a complete thing. That's right. And so I began to find that sometimes I would tell my testimony and depending, I don't tell my testimony from a weak place. I don't tell it from a place to feel people feel sorry for me either. But sometimes if you're not careful, that testimony can strike a chord with someone and they begin to feel sorry for themselves. Mm. And they begin to accept the state and prolong that. And the Lord was saying to me personally, you know, how long will you prolong? How mm-hmm. long are you going to cry, Joshua? Mm-hmm. Moses is dead. Yeah. When are you going to just take up the next thing yeah. and go forward? And Does it mean going. that my testimony is, is irrelevant? No, because I overcome with the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. Right. But God was showing me that there is a forward movement. There is a next that if I'm not careful and we are not careful, we will, we will just sit and squallow in our past testimony and hold on to that. And he's saying, wow, every time you just choose to feel sorry for yourself, every Mm -hmm. time you choose to just rehearse that, Mm -hmm. every time you just fortify that, Mm -hmm. why don't you rehearse where we're going? Why don't you rehearse what I have in store? Why don't you rehearse what's good? Why don't you just sit down on that and meditate that I have a good life for you? Why are we always trapped in that? Because we get used to the feeling of pity. 
and feeling free is a strange feeling. Yeah, it's awkward. It's awkward, yeah, and so we don't want to jump into it's it. Really but good. Going through worship yeah. helps to release you from that. And now I can take up that testimony and mm-hmm. use it if the Spirit is directing me, and not because right. I'm familiar. Right. And it's easier for me to do it. That's good. Because I, it took me a harder effort yeah. to have to focus on a different thing. Right. And, you yeah. know, I mean, I mean, I'm saved too, but I'm just saying, yeah. you know, God brings those things. So I just want to encourage your podcasters that mm-hmm. there are times that something can strike a chord with you. But don't try not to wallow in yesterday, right. but choose to worship your way through yeah. to the next level in God. There's revelation, there's peace, there's That's joy, good. there's love, there's affirmation, yeah. there's support. All of that is in the presence of God. And yeah. he's just waiting for a conversation. That's so good. It's true. You Sometimes you get to a place where it's time to break camp Mm -hmm. and keep going. Yeah. You've got somewhere to be. I have really watched you in the time that we have been friends from stalkers to friends but um you know i really have I've yeah, it's watched been some you. years right it has it's, it's been a while it's now passed, yeah so quickly i know but i i feel like i've watched you sara truly like the word says go from strength to strength mm-hmm. and that doesn't always mean those in-between times are easy right you know there is a pressing there but mm-hmm. i've watched you do that and the revelation light that you're walking in and that you have to give to others even what you shared today has been so powerful and that's really what it should be if i go from strength to strength mm-hmm. then i've got something to give to help somebody else go right you know from strength to strength because we're but all to go headed from somewhere. strength to strength jen you have to leave something that's right that's the right you got to <laughs> leave what was to go to yeah. you know a new kind of strength because he's taken us from glory to glory right. yeah but you so know what you, you have to make a conscious decision that where I am, because it was better than where I was, doesn't yeah. mean it's the best That's right. place. There's more. And we sometimes settle right there yeah. because it's the best it's ever been for me. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's the best it's ever been. It's the best my marriage has ever been. Or yeah. it's, it's the best my kids have ever been. It's the best yeah. my finances have ever been. Yeah. And so we stop right there forgetting that the overflow life is that's not right. just for you. So yeah, you're, you're awesome and you're doing great. Yeah. But God needs There's you to get more. to that overflow more level so that you can, like you say, strengthen somebody else. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, how can our listeners connect with you? I know people are like, I, I like this Jamaican well, they can, lady. You know, you can stalk me. Yes, yeah, stalk her back. <laughs> so how can, I know you're on Instagram, I Facebook, am. Your, your website, give us the drill. I how am can they everywhere. Find you? Instagram is Pastor Sara without the H. Right, Pastor Sara without the H. Okay. Um, on Facebook, I do like live devotionals when, when I feel like putting on my makeup, to be honest. <laughs> Because I, so I am not yeah. coming out there yeah. without that. I mean, Just do big sunglasses like some other speakers here. Okay, we well, won't say yeah, that's, that's too Nicole much. Binion. But, <laughs> but, you know, it works. So, so you're yeah, on so, Facebook, so Sarah Facebook, Connor. Pastor Sarah Connor. Okay. It's an E-R, not O-R, but Pastor Sarah Connor. Right. And so you can find live uh, devotionals and stuff. I do that yeah. all the time there. And you have a great website. Yeah, so PastorSara.com. PastorSara.com. So you can get free downloadable devotionals. Like, you know, I do some of them for, you know, four weeks at a time. Or yeah. I like... I like to teach the word and I like to give the word. So you yes. can go on my website and get a lot of free stuff. Yes, you can. And, you know, just come find me if you're in Arlington, Texas. Uh-huh. You can come and find me. And then I'm yeah. on Snapchat. That's where I do a lot of stupid stuff. Yep. So I'm at Sarah the Jedi on yep. Snapchat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just imagine what Snapchat is going to look like with yeah, that name. it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And I'm on Twitter too, but, you know, I'm not really on it. But Instagram me. All you 40-year-olds and older, you know you're on Facebook. Find me on Facebook. And that's <laughs> <Sarah laughs> the Connor. She just called you out. <laughs> 
Okay, well, I think that's a good note to end on. Yeah. Um, hey, thank you so much for doing this. <laughs> and I just love you. You are a true friend. And nice. even through the craziness of life, you know what I appreciate? You are a loyal friend. I am a that loyal you friend. You really are. That is your reputation. And I can say Well, that I tell you, you, Jen is like your bucket filler. She always finds the good in people, you know, and that's a rare quality. Aww. Especially when you find a bad in yourself all the time. Mm-hmm. It's really good to have somebody who's championing you and witnessing yeah. and cheering you on the sidelines without any kind of you know, hatred or comparison or envy or jealousy. It's right. so rare. You're a rare person. So I had to stalk you. I just saw that glow. That's what it was. Right. Joe glow. It's really because I'm Italian. It was the olive oil. It's the cheese. I never told you that. It's the, it's the olive oil coming It's the olive oil. Yeah. It was the, the anointing, the uh-huh. anointment. Right. Because mm-hmm. you're a woman of God. Yeah. And then you really just wanted to follow me because on my post I put hashtag bless up. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's an our, inside joke. That's okay. our Jamaican thing. Yeah. God bless you guys. Thank Love you so you. much for Thank having everybody. me. Thank you, Pastor Sara, for being here. Thanks for listening. She, I she. know this has been <laughs> an awesome blessing to she, you she. all. I don't know what that means. I think thank you, my friend. ordered sweet and sour chicken, but it's all good. Okay, everybody, thanks for listening. I'm so glad you connected this month. Please come back again. Visit us. We love you. We're praying for you. We will see you next time. Have a great week.